Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With his faithful Indian companion, Toto, the masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver, the Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Very big fellow! I'm Silver! Oi! Half a dozen men sat in an office of the Secret Service in Washington. They've been called together to hear the latest report from the West. An undercurrent of conversation filled the room as the members of the Secret Service waited for their chief to join them. The talk between two of the men became heated enough to attract the attention of the others. I disagree with you. Yeah, you generally do. And that doesn't prove I'm wrong. Your idea might make sense if anyone but Darwin was involved. It makes sense no matter who's involved. Hold on. What's the trouble? Well, there's no trouble. I simply expressed an idea and Sam jumped on it. With good cause. What was the idea? You know how long ago Jeff Darwin went into the West with a copy of the proposed fortifications and defense plans for the Western Frontier. Of course. Certainly we all Let me add that all of you know how long it took to prepare those plans. Now, please don't interrupt me, Sam. Go ahead. Express your idea and see what's thought of it. All right, I will. Darwin disappeared over five weeks ago. He hasn't been heard of in spite of all that's been done to find him. 
And I say, let us consider the plans as worthless. But why consider them worthless? We can't find Darwin. We can't find the plans. Why not assume that the plans have fallen into the hands of a foreign power? But why assume that? That's what I asked him. It's wise to assume the worst. I think that we should recommend that new plans and specifications be made. Do you know what that involves? Travel, surveys, estimates, months of time? Oh, I know. Jeff Darwin may be found. We may learn that the plans he took with him to check for details are perfectly safe. Oh, you're too optimistic, Sam. We can at least wait a little longer. Darwin's been gone over five weeks. We've had the best scouts and frontiersmen in the West trying to find a trace of him. But the Lone Ranger has been searching only a few days. Oh, he'll have no better success than the others. Better drop it, boys. Here comes Sanders. Good morning, boys. Good morning, boys. Sorry to keep you waiting. I've been decoding the last word from our master operative. Has he made headway? Well, he's learned that Darwin was seen in Parker's Bend and left there on schedule. He's also learned that Darwin could travel only four routes, and on each route he would have to pass through a town. He didn't go through any town beyond Parker's Bend. Is that all the masked man learns? Yes. There, you see? He hasn't learned a thing that we didn't already know. But remember this. He learned that much in three days. It took the rest of us five weeks to gather the same information. The fact remains... The Lone Ranger has a different way of applying his knowledge. Huh? The Lone Ranger knows where, dead or alive, Jeff Darwin is. What do you mean by that? Well, here's a map upon which I have circled the area beyond Parker's Bend. The Lone Ranger... But wait. Listen to his decoded telegram. I'll check this community today. And if I find no indication that Darwin passed through here... I'll concentrate my search on the area just described. Where's the telegram from? Yeah. What community does he mean? The town of Prairie Bend. Prairie Bend, huh? It's a few miles from the border. didn't know that the man who was so badly wanted, the missing member of the Secret Service, was with Dan Reed and Tonto. He didn't suspect that Jeff Darwin, hiding his identity behind a beard and an assumed name, was eating breakfast near Prairie Bend. I think Tonto has the right idea, Mr. Jefferson. But, Dan, wouldn't it be better if all three of us followed the tracks of those men that attacked us last night? No. Well, that's not good. Why? You say fellow who attacked last night, same one who robbed you. Yes, he stole my horse, my clothes, my pack, everything I had. You sure him, same fella? He was one of the two who tried to kill me. I'll never forget the voices. Him tried to kill you? He'd have succeeded, too, if your friend Thundercloud hadn't found me. Him maybe see you go into town, and maybe try again, and maybe have better luck. No, it better Tonto go on trail alone. But Tonto... You, you don't know the man. Me follow tracks, maybe find them. How about some more breakfast, Mr. Jones? No, no thanks, Dan. I'm, I'm too excited to eat much. You've no idea what it means to be so close to redeeming my... Uh, so close to finding the thief. Jeff, you not wear beard very long, huh? Huh? Uh, what's that? Maybe you hide from someone, huh? Well, I... What crooks steal that's so important? Tano, I guess I owe you an explanation. You've been mighty fine to me. I can't tell you much, but I'll tell what I can. Oh, maybe that helped. Those thieves stole something of very great value. Golly. They stole something that wasn't mine. It was something I'd been trusted to guard. Oh. 
I can't go back to my friends until I've recovered what was stolen and captured the thieves. You're right about the beard. I... I haven't worn it long. I don't want my friends to find me, to question me, until I've redeemed myself. Hang it all. If we could only get the Lone Ranger's help. You don't know what he's doing, do you, Dan? No, sir. It's something secret. He can't tell anyone. We probably won't see him again for weeks. Only start on trail now. Your scout. We'll wait here till we get word from you, huh, Tonto? Oh, you wait here. Get him up, scout. Well, he seems to be going straight to the town. What's the name of that town, Mr. Jefferson? Prairie Bend. Bend was near the border. That's why Aaron York made it his headquarters. His big home was even nearer the Rio Grande. The plans about which the Secret Service worried were on York's desk in Prairie Bend. Nizer, the man who'd stolen the plans, sat near the desk. I tell you, Nizer, we can get more than a lump sum for these plans than we've made from gun running and everything else put together. If we can get them decoded. The only man who can do that is Jeff Darwin. I told you about seeing him last night with that redskin. Did he see you? I don't know. He could have heard my voice. Darwin's got to be brought here. It ain't easy, Mr. York. I was thinking... What? If the government knows the plans are gone, they'll change them, won't they? Neither do you think I'm a fool. No, but... Government won't draw off new plans unless it's necessary. It won't appear to be necessary. No? When we've finished with Darwin and have what we want, we'll see that Darwin is found dead with all his possessions. Including these plans intact. Ah, and the government won't suspect that you've got a copy of the whole thing. Decoded. No, that's why I'm holding everything Darwin had with him, including his horse. Hey, York. What is it? Look out that window. Well? Over there, studying the ground near the cafe hitch rack. See that red skin? Yes. That's the one that was with Darwin. It is? You sure, Nizer? Dead sure. He's looking at hoof marks. Yeah. So it seems. He's trailed me to town. He's looking for me. He and Darwin have figured... not see anyone with him. He ain't far away. He's got that redskin helping him. They were looking for tracks when I saw him near Darwin's old camp. Uh-huh. The redskins followed my tracks from there. Oh, hang it all. I should have hit him like I did when I brought Darwin's horse away. Just a minute, Nizer. Huh? I got an idea. Yeah? We'll get Darwin. We'll bring him to us. Uh, how? That Indian's looking for your tracks. Fine. He'll find them leading out of town to the cave near my home. Yes, now, but... Now, instead of riding through the creek to hide your approach to that cave, you leave sharp hoof prints. And then, just to make sure Darwin and the Indian know you're the man they want, we leave Darwin's wallet on the trail. And when Darwin gets to the cave... <laughs> Our worries are practically ended. <laughs> The fact that there were thousands of hoof marks on the mud street of Prairie Bend did not discourage Tonto. The hoof marks of the horse he'd been trailing this far were indelibly stamped on the Indian's mind. If they were among the countless others, he would find them. He studied the ground in front of each cafe, the mud near every hitch rail. He worked methodically down the south side of the street, ignoring jibes, not answering the questions that were tossed at him. He came up the north side of the street until he reached the gopher hole. Scout! This plenty good. There, before the biggest cafe, the Indian found the hoof mark for which he sought. Sharp, clear, fresh, and well-defined, there could be no doubt about it. 
Him here short time ago, Scout. Him ride off to west. Now we on trail again. Get him up, Scout. Tonto found that the trail remained both sharp and clear when Prairie Bend was left behind. He saw that it turned south and ran parallel to a small stream. Here at the turn, he reined up. Oh, Scout, oh, fella, oh. Oh, fella, oh. Tracks go south from here, Scout. Now we go back, get Dan, friend with beard. Bring him here to follow trail. Get him up, Scout. Acting on York's orders, Neiser had made sure his trail would be an easy one to follow. He had also made sure that Darwin's stolen wallet would be seen by anyone who followed the tracks. Tonto would have found it, but he backtrailed to get Dan and Darwin. Another horseman came upon the wallet. It was a masked horseman on a snow-white stallion. He was on the way to Prairie Bend, seeking word of the missing Secret Service man. As he crossed Neiser's tracks, his keen eyes saw the wallet. He leaned from the saddle and picked it off the ground in passing. Looks as if someone lost a wallet, Silver. Seems to. It's like the one they described. Hold on, Silver. Oh, boy. Easy, steady. Initials J.D. It's Jeff Darwin's wallet. The first real clue. And it was dropped for the man who rode that trail. All right, big fella. Come on, Silver. Stop yelling. It's good you're home. I told you I'd be here by the time you finished making that trail. York, I made the trail, like you said. Followed the creek? Yes, and I went you into the... Darwin's wallet to be found? Sure. And you let the trail go right into the cave? I went right through the cave and out this end. Then I circled back to the mouth of the cave, so as I could see when Darwin came. Well, good. And you saw Darwin enter the cave, is that it? No, that ain't it. Well, then get to the point. Why are you here? The man that rode into that cave is the Lone Ranger. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Continue our story. 
Acting on York's orders, Neiser made a trail that was supposed to bring Jeff Darwin to a cave near York's home. The trap was baited with Darwin's own wallet, but it was the Lone Ranger who found the wallet and followed the trail to the cave. Neiser saw the masked man and reported to York. Neiser, you sure it was the Lone Ranger? I ain't mistaken, York. There ain't two horses like that white stallion. I heard the masked man call it the name. Silver? Yes, Silver. What's more, he found Darwin's wallet. He was looking at it when I seen him. He followed your trail into the cave. Yes, he'll go through the cave and come out the other opening. Right near your house here. Confound it. I didn't think he'd get near us so soon. Huh? huh? So it was the Lone Ranger, my friend. Meant. You knew about him? My eastern friend sent word that the Secret Service was pinning great hopes on someone that had been assigned to the Darwin case. And he warned me to act fast. You'd better act plenty fast. He just stumbled on that wallet by accident. Naturally, he followed the trail in which he found it. How about laying in wait to shoot him when he comes no, out of the cave? No, 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 you stupid fool. Did it get him out of the way? And the Secret Service would know there was a plot against Darwin. Plans would be changed. Maybe they already know it. Maybe Darwin sent him word. Well, he hasn't done so yet. Your friend sure keeps you posted. We've got to get Darwin before he does make a report. What'll we do? Neiser, that cave is more like a crooked tunnel. Men can ride in one end and out the other. I know that. Takes about an hour to go through. That gives us time to act. Wait till I get Baudry. Baudry, come here. What do you want of Baudry? You, you'll see in a minute. Did you call me, Mr. York? Yes. There's a man on his way through the cave. He's following Neiser's tracks, but he wants Jeff Darwin. Yeah? Now, we've got to get him out of the way without violence. Well, how do we do it? You and Smitty are to lead him on a long chase. A very long chase. Smitty's over in your stable. I know. Now, he's to ride Darwin's horse, and you ride Neiser's. Darwin's piebald? Well, you gave strict orders he wasn't to be moved. You didn't want his hook. I'm or... changing the orders. He's to be taken to the mouth of the cave, the mouth nearest here. Yeah? And you and Smitty will start there and ride south. Cross the border and keep going. Now, is that clear? Well, sure. And keep on the move in Mexico for at least a week. Then you can come back here. Now, get going. Leave it to me, boss. That'll take care of the Lone Ranger. When he makes inquiries, he'll learn that one of the horses he's been chasing answers a description of Darwin's horse. That's all he'll need to keep him on that track. Uh, I'll post men at this end of the cave with instructions. Uh, what'll I do? You take four or five men to the other end of the cave. Yeah? There's a chance that the Lone Ranger and Darwin might meet inside the cave and turn back. I see. Capture anyone leaving the cave by the far end. If we have to capture the Lone Ranger to get Darwin, I'll adjust things accordingly. I'll get going. Rain up. Rain up here for a minute, boys. I want to look around here. Hey, Nizer. Seems like there's been several horses right into the cave. That's what I wanted to make sure of. Darwin and his friends have gone in all right enough. Now all we got to do is wait... And make sure they don't come out. Neiser didn't notice that all the tracks did not go into the cave. He didn't know that the Lone Ranger had stayed inside the mouth for just a moment before leaving and racing toward Prairie Bend. Neiser didn't know, and neither did York, that the masked man was not ahead of Darwin, Tonto, and Dan Reed as they made their way through the winding tunnel. This is the crookedest cave I've ever seen. Well, that's right, Dan. Sure goes a long ways into this hill. 
It was probably made by this stream of water. Wouldn't you say so, Tano? That's right. We stop here for a minute. Old Scout, old fella. Should I strike another match? Uh, we make sure tracks are horses still here. I wonder who made those other tracks, Tano. It not matter. Other horse will not come into cave. Just a minute. Here's the light. Uh, hold it close to ground. How's that? That good. The single set of hoof marks is still here. Ah, uh, that right, Dan. It's strange that only one horse went through here. Maybe plenty horse go through. And maybe them stay in stream where tracks not show. I wonder why this murderer didn't do the same. Maybe we find out by and by. Tonto, look at the flame of this match when I don't shield it. Ah, uh, draft come from ahead. This cave must open somewhere ahead, Mr. Jefferson. We see. Come on. Ceiling's high enough to ride. It better we walk and lead horse. Cautiously and with frequent stops to inspect the shale floor of the cave, the three moved ahead. After another half hour of slow progress, Tonto saw a patch of light and called a halt. They're opening. Yeah. Golly, I'll be glad to get out of this darkness. Well, that, that might be the end of the trail. Wait a minute. Let me strike one more match. Let me make sure the man I want is still ahead. There's no other place for him. We must make sure. He might have found a side tunnel. I can see his tracks. Tunnel. Those are the same tracks, aren't they? Uh-huh. Them same track. Listen to me. I'm going on alone. You two wait here. Alone? But, Mr. Jefferson... Well, there might be trouble. Uh, gunplay. There might be danger. I... I don't want you to get killed. You've already done enough for me. More than I have a right to expect. Jeff, you friend of Chief Thundercloud, and we glad to help. Tano, you... You don't understand. I I must go on alone. Well, that's all right. You go. Wait here for ten minutes. If, if I'm not back, don't wait for me. Go back the way you came. Are you going to ride the rest of the way? Yes, and fast. Steady. Come on, get up He was nervous, wasn't he? That's right, Dan. He acted as if he was afraid to have us with him. Well, him got plenty big secret, Dan. He must have. Him not want us there when him talked to murder. Not want us to hear what said. Him out of tunnel now. Yes. How long did he say we were to wait here? We wait ten minutes. time of waiting was half gone when Dan and Tonto heard the approach of horses. Can't tell who it is when they're outlined against that distant opening. That's right. It's one of those men, Mr. Jefferson, Tonto. Me not know. If it is Mr. Jefferson, he's bringing men with him. Uh. Hello there. We're friends. Where are you? Calling to us. Should we answer? No. No, not yet, Dan. Keep quiet. They're coming close. Uh. That's right. The tunnel isn't wide enough for him to pass without finding us. Dan, get ready to ride back trail. Right. There they are. Victor, why'd you... Come on. Dan, hold up. Ride. Yes, sir. 
No, you don't. I won't. I won't stop. You won't get out of here. Watch them horses. Don't get in their way. Close in on them. I'll see no one get back this way. Take them out of the cave. Hold them. Dan and Tonto, aided by the rearing, plunging Scout and Victor, fought as well as they could in the narrow darkness. But the greater strength the attackers soon prevailed. Tightly held by York's men, Dan and Tonto were forced through the cave to the valley beyond. They blinked the change from darkness to daylight. Stop right here. Mr. York will talk to you. Mr. York? Who's he? Lives in that big house. There he comes. Mr. York has a lot to explain. What's the idea of capturing us like this? Hold him right there. We've got him, Mr. York. Where's the other one? Other one? Yes. You, Indian. Where's the man who was with you? Oh, maybe you mean Jefferson, huh? Jefferson? Oh, is that what he told you his name was? Ah. You not find him? If I had, would I be asking you? There were no other, Mr. York. Just these two. Confounded. We waited just like you said. The one man came out and rode along the trail to the south. Then we went into the cave. Now look here, you st- two. Maybe you don't realize who Mr. Uh, you called him Jefferson, who he is. He's badly wanted. That beard was a disguise. Hey, he didn't... Mr. York. The first to come out of the tunnel wore a beard. What? Yeah, he asked us about the two horses that made those tracks south. We told him one was a piebald. He hit it fast. Of all the... Well, we've done what you told us. I should have been there myself. You've let the man I want get away. Uh, why you want him? Why do I want... Listen to me, Indian. You too, lad. What do you know about that man who was with you? Why you ask that? Huh? Why you... Now look at me. I'm a respectable man. I have an office in town. My name is Aaron York. You can ask anyone about me. You think I'd be engaged in anything crooked? Well, me not know. Did that, uh, that man with you, the bearded man, say he was a fugitive? Did he tell you why I must capture him? Oh, him not mention you. He was after some man who beat him up and left him for dead, Mr. York. Oh, uh, Jake. You needn't treat these two as prisoners. Not yet. I'm sure they weren't in with Mr. Uh, Jefferson and on any of his crooked deals. Right. Where you lad? No, sir. We didn't know he'd had any crooked deals. He uh, didn't tell you much about himself, did he? Well, no, he didn't. Well, I'll tell you about him. Perhaps when you've heard this story, you'll help me get him. Pete, uh, take these two to the house so they can wash up. I'll be with them presently. What about it, Tano? Uh, we go. Maybe we hear about Mr. Jefferson. Come on, Come on Scout. Come on. Confound it. York, I didn't know. Oh, I should have given you a description of the Lone Ranger. I never suspected Jeff Darwin had come out of the cave first. What about the Indian and that boy? Yeah, they don't know much about Darwin. Not even his name. I noticed that. Well, I'll give him a story that'll put him on my side. Good. I'll use them to help get Darwin. I've got to find Darwin before the Lone Ranger gets to him. The rate he was traveling, you'll have to get him in Mexico. Then I'll get him in Mexico. But, uh... Huh? I wonder what became of the Lone Ranger. Oh, boy. If we could only tell Dan and Tonto that they're helping the man who plots the downfall of America. Is York going to get away with such barefaced cunning? What if Tonto and the Lone Ranger's own nephew 
turned Jeff Darwin over to Aaron York. Well, be sure to tune in to the next episode for the continuation of the Lone Ranger's most thrilling and mysterious adventure. just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.